0: listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation, for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're on this disciple's journey with me, as this week we're reading through the book of Ezekiel. I've said over and over this week in talking with people that the book of Ezekiel is a powerful, prophetic book. It's one in which you and I can see the heart of God over his people, uh, his love for them, but also His the The sin that rose up from them over hundreds of years that led him to his wrath and his anger, ultimately from a heart of love. And so, what I want to do today is I want to look at one particular verse as we have an apologetic episode. Now remember, when we talk about apologetics, that simply means a defense of the faith. And so when people are asking about even the Book of Ezekiel, many apologetic issues come up. Uh, certainly, similar to Isaiah and Jeremiah and limitations, how can God send his own people into captivity? but this all hinges on one particular verse in Ezekiel chapter 5 verse 5. Uh, look at this as God describes his heart for Israel. He says, "Thus says the Lord God, This is Jerusalem. I have set her at the center of the nations with lands around her." Thus says the Lord God, "This is Jerusalem. I have set her as the center of the nations, I love that verse. In fact, it helps to build in me not alone, not only with this verse, but uh, many passages throughout the Old and New Testament of God's heart for the nation of Israel, this this ethnic group, this people that He called to be the ones that the Messiah, His Son, would come from to save the entire world. and And so we see uh, when when people begin to Talk about uh, Israel and, uh, and and how it fits in, even a a systematic understanding of a systematic doctrine and theology, understanding of of God's relationship with Israel. Um, We see a lot in the Bible concerning this. And I want to give you four statements based on this verse and uh, surrounding passages in the book of Ezekiel and really the entire word of God that shows you God's heart for Israel and how that affects us today. The first uh, sentence or statement is, God chose Israel from among all the nations to be the one that he would bring his Messiah to. Through so remember, in this he says, "I have set her at the center of the nations," uh, and and God does this in order to show, "Hey, I have been good to Israel; she uh, is my chosen people." In fact, God set Israel as His chosen people. And to to be the place that, according to Romans chapter 9, where the temple would be set. Where the law would be given. Where the priesthood and and, and all of the ordinances that God set up. Uh, You read the book of Hebrews in the New Testament. You see what great privileges Israel had. He chose Israel from the beginning. And based on this, God called Israel. Israel through a man named Abraham. When you read the Old Testament, you see beginning in Genesis chapter 12 that God called Abraham to be the father of the nation of Israel and he would be the father of many nations through whom Israel would be an important piece of uh, of, of salvation for them important piece of of granting salvation through Jesus Christ who came out of, uh, out of Israel, we see that all through the Old Testament, we see that God calls them for a specific privilege when they go into uh, when, when when they go into uh, captivity in Egypt, and then to the Promised Land, and then set up the the, the uh, priesthood and the uh, sacrificial system, set up the prophets, set up the kings. All of this, part of God's call for Israel to be separate than everybody else. In fact, we're, as you know, we're reading through the book of Leviticus and I'm preaching that on Sundays at this particular time. God's called us to walk through the book of Leviticus and the point of Leviticus is to show them God is holy, therefore we are called to be holy. We're called to be separate. That's what every Jew should understand uh, and that should have understood in that time. Every believer today, follower of Jesus Christ, is a part of the royal priesthood. And we are called to look different, to be holy uh, in, in the righteousness of Christ. So when God chose them, God called them to be a peculiar people, a different nation. And that same principle is applied now to the church. Not only that, but God cared for Israel all throughout her, uh, history. God got them out of Egypt. He provided for them in the wilderness. He got them into the promised land. He set up leaders to lead and to guide them. And he goes over that. We're going to see even tomorrow's, uh, episode is going to focus on, uh, Exodus or, or, uh, Ezekiel chapter 16, God's love letter to the nation of Israel. We, we see that God cared for them. All that he did to, uh, to, transform them into his people and to uh, love them even when they rejected him. God is a God of compassion and care. Yes, he is a God of wrath, but that's because wrath, you cannot be a God of love without a God of wrath. you know, He is patient, and his love for the people of Israel is unparalleled. Uh, and we see that now extended to the church, that he cares for the church uh, and is patient with us uh, through his son. And so God chose them, God called them, God cared for them, and God confirmed his promises to them in the book of Ezekiel. In fact, let me read for you. Ezekiel chapter 28. Listen to these words. Ezekiel 28, 25 through 26. Thus says the Lord God, When I gather the house of Israel from the peoples among whom they are scattered and will manifest my holiness in them in the sight of the nations, then they will live in their land, which I gave to my servant Jacob. They will live in it securely and they will build houses, plant vineyards and live securely when I execute judgments upon all who scorned them round about them. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. I love this because God says, you're going through pain right now, but understand I am still for you. I have not... Forgotten you. He confirms it even more by showing this is how it's going to take place. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 36, listen to these words, verse 22. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for my holy name. Remember, Why did God choose them, call them, and care for them? He says, For my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations where you went. I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God. When I prove myself holy among you in their sight, for I will take you from the nations, gather you from all the lands, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart, and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh, and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes. You will be careful to observe my ordinances. You will live in the land that I gave you to your forefathers, so you will be my people, and I will be your God. God confirmed all of these promises in his son, Jesus Christ, and one of the greatest pictures is how God described them. Look at chapter 37, verse 11. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and hope is perished. We are completely cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people. I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life and I will place you on your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and done it, declares the Lord. What a great picture today of the promises of God confirmed in Israel. Now, there are specific contextual uh, promises that God has confirmed. Even through uh, bringing Israel back to life as a nation in 1948, that was a great promise fulfilled. But God is not done yet. I believe the ultimate promise fulfilled was when Jesus Christ went to the cross for the whole world, the sins of the world. He willingly died so that you and I might be saved. And we, according to Romans, were grafted in. And we did not take Israel's place, but we were now brought into the family. And God loves the church as the bride of Christ, just as he loves the nation of Israel. And there will be a remnant of Israel, I believe, based on this, that uh, that will be saved. How God works that out, I have no idea, but I trust the fact that regardless of God's plan and how it is performed, He is just and merciful, loving and kind, compassionate, forgiving, and one day, ultimately, all that trust in Jesus will be saved. And so I can count myself part of the family, and I'm so glad today that when God said, I have set you as the center of the nations that through that they provided the the what God provided through Israel the way of salvation and his name is Jesus so understand Israel is not the sal- the salvation of the world Israel is not saved just because they're called ethnic Israel Jesus Christ is the Savior. He is the salvation. And at the heart of the nations is Jerusalem. And at the heart of Jerusalem, Jesus died for us. He was buried and he rose again. And that's why we can defend the text of Scripture, especially Ezekiel, because God has confirmed all throughout history that Israel would remain, a remnant would stand, and the church is able to benefit from God's promises. As we close out today's episode, I do want to remind you about a particular ministry or group of ministries, a group of ministries that focus uh, on our schools. Uh, there are many today right now who are getting ready. Teachers are already at schools, but uh, many have already started. We've got uh, uh, students uh, in our county that are going back on Friday, uh, and so I want you to be praying for them. But so many ministries that affect uh, God, that, that have an effect on the schools for God and for for, uh, for his kingdom. Uh, in particular, I want to remind you about FCA, uh, Lunch Meet, uh, First Priority, all of these different ministries that, uh, that you should know about. You hear about them weekly, uh, but especially on college campuses, BSU, uh, and and to make sure that we're praying for them. Uh, we'll get you more information. If you'd like more information, how you can reach out to students through uh, ministry opportunities, pray for the teachers, pray for the students, pray for the parents, and pray that the churches would be a light in our community and all across the world as we get right back into uh, to school time. I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.